The Bible also says in the, in the parallel accounts in Matthew and Mark that the other disciples, once Judas spoke up, they joined in in the criticism. And therefore, I, I admonish you, it, it, when you are in a worship service, you and I individually, we carry the responsibility for worship. And as we worship, others will worship. If we don't worship, others will not worship. If we maintain a positive attitude, others will. If we get critical, others will. And it is, it is amazing to me how people tend to remember one criticism over ten positive statements. I just don't understand that. But it is the truth. I can stand here tonight and I can quote you positive scriptures and preach a positive message, everything positive, and I can say one negative thing and I guarantee you that all of you will remember that one negative thing. It just happens. It's basic to our human nature. We've got to get away from that and we've got to learn, as I said this morning, when something starts to come out of our mouth as a criticism, uh, just put a hand over our mouth. Shut my mouth, Lord. <laughs> well, shut my mouth. Anyway, that's what we got to do, see? Just shut it up. Don't unleash it out there. Words have power. And when you turn them loose, you can't take them back. It's like that old story of the gossip who was telling lies around town. And she got convicted of it. And she went and told the person she'd been telling the lies about and the gossip. And the person that she told it to and, and, and asked forgiveness said, I forgive you, but said, let me show you something. Took her down to the barn, took her up in the barn loft, gave her some hay and said, now throw this out there. She threw it out there. She said, now go down and pick up every straw. She said, there is no way I can do that. She said, that's the way your gossip is. You can never pick up. You can never take back. You can never undo. There are times when I have spoken things I, I knew I shouldn't have, and immediately I said, oh, God, I wish I had that back. But you can't take it back. Once it flew... It's gone, friend. It's out there. And, and it'll take you a long time to overcome it. So please, speak positively. Speak in faith. Speak in faith. Believe. Believe. That's what this church has been built on from the very beginning. That's what your life should be built on. When I first come here, all of you know how, <laughs> what a good shape our finances were in. <laughs> we never talked about finances, amen? I never got in the pulpit and said, if we don't do something, this thing's going to fold. You never heard me say that, did you? I always preached and taught positively. And God honors that, folks. God does not honor critical. And Mary came in and she worshipped Jesus. And that worship brought about a reaction in that room that night. A reaction from a person who was greedy named Judas but a reaction also from some disciples there. You know, Jesus' disciples were very human. They manifested the same things that you and I do. And there were some of them in that room that had a jealous spirit. There were some of them in that room who had an envious spirit. And there were some of them in that room that night who had a stingy spirit. And boy, when old Judas did that, that old jealousy, envy, and stinginess just went boom, right up in them. And friend, you can bring the best out in people or the worst by what you do say. People can be around you and feel good, and you can say, boy, it's a rotten day, ain't it? And I'll say, yeah, I, I guess it is. <laughs> Some of you have told me about going to churches, and you said, I felt good when I went in there, but boy, when I come out, I, I didn't feel so good, you know? Well, I believe that when we're around Christians who know God, that we ought to be built up. I heard one person say we should never be in the presence of another person more than 15 minutes without complimenting them or without praising them. I believe that. 
And I believe I should not be in God's presence more than five minutes without complimenting him and praising him. So Mary came in, she burst in, interrupted everything, fell down, worshipped Jesus, and Judas criticized Jesus. Judas criticized Jesus. You've got to understand, Judas. You go back to Matthew chapter 10 and verse 4. You learn something about this man, Judas. He's named right there among the list of the faithful. He's called an apostle just like all the rest, but it seems that every time they named this guy's name, they said, he is the one that betrayed Jesus. I don't know why. The, the apostles never forgot it, and every time they wrote, they always made mention of it. He's the one that betrayed Jesus. Do you know that he's the only disciple from, from the spiritual part of Israel? All of Jesus' disciples, all of the 11 of them came from the area of Galilee and Nazareth up in that area. Judas is the only one that came from the spiritual place of Judah. And yet he's the one that betrayed Jesus. That tells us something about the spiritual state of Jerusalem and Judah at that time. 